Welcome to the Protoast Podcast. Today's date is Friday the 17th of December and you're listening to a weekly roundup of the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. Myanmar's shadow government backed controversial stablecoin Tether as an official currency. Papa John's in trouble with an advertising standards authority over a Bitcoin promotion. And how billionaire Coinbase chief Brian Armstrong is looking to cheat death. This week began with news of a tether-backed revolution. Myanmar's shadow government has acknowledged the controversial stablecoin as an official currency as it continues its effort to regain control from the military junta. The National Unity Government's finance minister announced tether's adoption in a Facebook post on Sunday. Translated via Bloomberg, the Post claimed the pro-democracy group's endorsement of Tether would, quote, make it easy and speed up the current trade services and payment systems, end quote. Back in May 2020, Myanmar's central bank said it didn't recognise crypto as official currency. It effectively banned financial institutions in the country from dealing with digital assets. But the NUG is unable to access official government funds. Its tether nod is likely an attempt to encourage Myanmar citizens to operate outside of the reach of the controlling military junta, which seized power earlier this year. The NUG operates as a government in exile outside of official office, with the group being made up of leaders from the Southeast Asian state's last civilian government. Myanmar had previously been under complete military control for decades. In 2015, Aung San Suu Kyi led the National League for Democracy party to an historic victory. The NLD became the first administration to achieve power without the help of the military or political allies. But after a military coup in February this year, the NLD lost this power. Suu Kyi and a number of party members were detained by military forces on the day that the NLD's second term in office was set to begin. The NLD had actually won a landslide victory in the previous November's general election, securing 80% of the vote. The coup had followed accusations of voter fraud by the military-supported Union Solidarity and Development Party. The military installed its commander-in-chief as leader and declared a year-long state of emergency before a president was installed in August. Throughout this often violent conflict between citizens and the military, more than 1,000 civilians have died. Military control remains despite the rising death toll and the NUG's recognition from the Western world as the legitimate leading party. Since the coup, the NUG has been busy on a billion-dollar fundraising campaign to finance its challenge for political power. It reportedly raised $9.5 million in 24 hours from the sale of so-called Spring Revolution Treasury bonds last month. Running totals are unreported. In its current political state, Myanmar continues to descend into financial chaos. The NUG's endorsement of Tether, while a novelty for crypto, could actually make matters worse for the in-power military government if adopted at scale. In May, the parallel finance minister warned foreign countries and banks against offering any financial support to the military regime. He promised he would not honour any debt should the NUG regain power. The NUG has also encouraged citizens to withhold tax and boycott junta-linked businesses. And with Myanmar's local currency, the Kiat, plummeting, Tether could be an attractive option for citizens wanting to reject the status quo. 
However, as crypto researcher Bennett Tomlin pointed out, Tether effectively freezes sanctioned addresses at the whim of the Feds and other global enforcement agents. So Myanmar's shadow government adopting Tether as official currency leaves open the opportunity for their finances to be controlled by foreign interests, particularly the US. Hello, I'd like the number six, the number four, and a large pepperoni with a side of Bitcoin, please. At least this is what Papa John's was hoping for until the UK's advertising watchdog stepped in. The pizza chain is in trouble with the Advertising Standards Authority for trivialising crypto investing after it promoted free Bitcoin to anyone spending more than £30 on food. The promotion started in May and was pushing the partnership between Papa John's and London headquartered crypto firm Luno. It was designed to be a tie-in with Bitcoin Pizza Day on the 22nd of May. As reported by the UK-based Indy 100, the offer was shared via Twitter and Papa John's website where a promo code was given to customers who spent more than £30 on food. This unlocked £10 when they opened a Luno account and if they wanted to, they could use it to trade some crypto. It also offered pizza fans the chance to win one whole Bitcoin, then worth around £40,000 or close to $53,000. But the ASA had other plans. They said the ads didn't acknowledge the complexities that are associated with crypto investing, nor did they include any kind of warning about potential risks. The adverts are now banned. In its judgment, the ASA said that the majority of people likely to engage with the ads would be a general audience which, quote, are likely to be inexperienced in their understanding of cryptocurrencies. It also pointed out that crypto is not currently subject to any protections from the financial services compensation scheme or regulated by financial authorities. For Papa John's, May 22nd is a sacred day. On the 22nd, one of Bitcoin's early adopters paid someone 10,000 BTC to order them two Papa John's pizzas. 10,000 BTC for two pizzas then is worth nearly $485 million today. This is what many crypto fans mark as the first ever real-world Bitcoin transaction. In its defense, the chain said that it was aware that some customers would be more familiar with crypto than others. Papa John's believes that due to its historic connection with Bitcoin, the Luno partnership was nothing unusual. It said the promotion only reflected the specific interest in pizza and Bitcoin at that time of the year and offered free Bitcoin as a part of that. They added that voucher recipients were under no obligation to trade or make a transaction to receive the free crypto. The pizza giant stressed that they could sell the BTC and then close their accounts, adding that the promotions made no comment on investing Bitcoin. Rather, it was more akin to a discount or cashback offer. Papa John's claims it's removed the ads, but as of now, the promotional tweets are still live. The piece of chain is part of the ASA strategy to tackle crypto marketing, calling it a red alert priority back in July. Alongside the Papa John's ban, the authority shut down promotions for Coinburp, eToro, Payward, Exmo Exchange, Luno Money and Coinbase Europe. According to a BBC report, these bans are part of a bigger initiative that will include updated guidance for crypto advertising. The ASA told the BBC 
BBC quote, consumers need to know about the risks of investing in crypto assets and so companies should make sure their ads aren't misleading or socially irresponsible. By taking advantage of a consumer's lack of awareness around these complex and volatile products, end quote. Next on the ASA's hit list, NFTs and fan tokens. And rounding off the week, billionaire Coinbase chief Brian Armstrong is looking to the future, specifically his, as he looks into the possibility of lengthening the human lifespan. Armstrong recently contributed to a $105 million pot to fund New Limit, a biotech startup seeking to prevent or even reverse the effects of time with epigenetic programming, he tweeted. The mission of New Limit is to radically extend human lifespan. In layman's term, epigenetic programming relates to a relatively recent scientific discovery that showed that cells can be recoded. Not quite the fountain of youth, more cheat codes for the body. The crypto entrepreneur co-founded the company with bioengineering PhD and investor Blake Bryce. Bryce is described as an early investor in bio and fintech gambits, including Nasdaq-listed Robin Hood and several pharma stocks. He's detailed plans for the Redwood City-based startup in a blog post in which he cited an example of cloning a mouse from the cells of an old mouse. Bryce wrote, quote, You can scrape the skin off your arm and reprogram it into a brain cell. You can even take a skin cell from an old mouse and clonally turn it into a newborn mouse with an entire life ahead of it, end quote. While cloning is nothing new, after all, Dolly the Sheep was cloned way back in 1996, Armstrong's new venture specifically wants to keep humans younger for longer. To quote Bryce, put simply, we want to figure out a way to restore the regenerative potential we all had when we were younger but somehow lost, end quote. Per a Google form shared on New Limits blog post, Armstrong is recruiting a super strong clinical lead to work with the firm's research team to assess early product areas. New Limits official areas of focus could be liver and skin regeneration. There are several other jobs on offer, including executive and genetic specialist role, and applicants should show, quote, resilience and hustle. New Limit makes no bones about the potential profits of eternal youth. In the blog post, Bryce makes it very clear what he and Armstrong are after. Quote, we are not trying to build an institute or academic-minded organisation where papers are more important than products, end quote. Our goal is to build an ambitious, well-run, for-profit company that will deliver revenue-generating products on the way towards accomplishing its much bigger objective, Blake said. It's not clear how much of the $105 million Armstrong fronted personally. Still, the pursuit of pseudo-immortality is a path well-trodden by wealthy crypto types. Former Coinbase tech lead and prolific token gobbler Balaji Srinivasan stated that the ultimate purpose of technology is to eliminate mortality. Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin has donated considerable amounts of crypto and fiat to life extension projects. According to Buterin, anti-aging is the best cause for which one can contribute. Not to mention Apex tech bro Peter Thiel's reported fascination with blood boys and their purported power to combat the 
wheel of time. In any case, while Armstrong tasks new limit with discovering science's answer to the fountain of youth, Coinbase users are still struggling with customer service issues. And who knows if his scientists are hot shit, Armstrong might live to see Coinbase users happy. And that's your lot. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, but we realise there's only so much we can cover in just one episode. So if you want more of the stories that matter, then check out protos.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protos podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other major provider for more weekly roundups. Have a fantastic festive period, and we'll see you in the new year. From all of us here at the Protoast Newsroom, have a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year.